Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. Truly, the Lord is good, you know, and he's just worthy, worthy to be praised. Well, we're going to get into the word of the Lord today, and I hope not to be uh, before you very long, but I got a few things. The Lord dropped the, dropped the word in my spirit, and I just want to share that word with you on today that he dropped in my spirit. I want to use for a subject matter, those of you who want to write it down, amen, my subject today I want to be dealing with is that I'm not going to worry about it, and I want to encourage all of you to, to take that same uh, attitude about some things that you might be dealing with in life. I'm not going to worry about it because worrying uh, will do nothing but makes the matter worse. Make you upset, uh, mess with your stomach, mess with your mind, and uh, just slow things down. Don't worry about it. We got to learn to trust God. And uh, somebody said, put it all in his hand. And so I, I put it all in God's hand, this and that and, and that. And this over here, and I encourage you all to do the same. Put it in God's hand. Let God handle it. Some of this stuff is, is too big. It's too big for you. It's too big for me. And we need to just put some of these things, all of these things, matter of fact, put it all in the Lord's hand. Because, you know, at the end of the day, who knows best? God knows what's best for us. And I pray for you as you pray for me and those that are out under the weather. We pray for you that the Lord will bless you, that you might regain your health and strength again, that you might be able to give God glory and praise. We do thank God Almighty for how he blessed our brother Parker. I want to thank all of you for praying for, uh, uh, for the little one as he was under the weather on last week. Amen. Uh, when a man don't want to eat, you know he's sick. And you know when you're running a fever, you just don't feel well. So Parker wasn't eating and running a fever. But we thank God for the prayers of God's people. Sometimes you just got to put it out there. We Put it out there. Pray for little Parker. Amen. And so the prayers of, of, of the saints of the Lord uh, has uh, prevailed. Amen. Avail as much. Amen. Parker back on his feet. Amen. Ready to get back and resume normal activity. So we continue to pray God blessing upon him. So much is going on. The weather's hot. It's cold. And, you know, this is uh, this is flu season, pneumonia season. Be very, very careful. Amen. Uh, with the things that you might do that we want to be healthy and we want to stay strong. Children are getting these colds and uh, these fevers and what have you. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be like that. Children are uh, as you know, you that raise children, uh, you can't raise children without them getting sick, without them getting a cold, without them getting a fever. All oh, I remember mine's coming up in the days we had to buy plenty of uh, uh, it was is it called temperance drops? Temperance drops. We had to go to Kroger or, or Walmart many times get plenty of temperance drops. Bring the fever down or, because they're going to run some fevers. They're going to have some running noses. They're going to catch some colds and they're going to just be sick. Amen. Until they get past that stage. Amen. It all come with amen being a child. So today you have your word. Uh, I want to just use for some. I'm not going to worry about these things in life that, that are happening, these things that are going on, we're going to put it in God's hand, and we are going to trust Almighty God. Can y'all say amen to that? I, I'm going to trust God for my life. I'm going to trust him for my strength. Lord, I belong to you. I'm yours. Amen. I know the devil uh, uh, wish a lot of things against me, but you know, that's all right. Let him keep on wishing. I got a wish too. And, and, and the apostle said, I wish above all things that you were, what, prosper and be in hell, even as thy soul prosper. So as he got a wish list, I got one too. The people of God got one, and I wish that the Lord continue to hold us up in these last and evil days. I got, I got three things I want to give you, three wise sayings. Old man, uh, I'll drop this in my spirit. And these three wise sayings, I want to give them to you, and I want you to Think about this every day. I, I, I kind of commit it to memory, and I try to memorize this as I go through life and bring it up every now and then as I need it and use it. It has been so helpful to me because there's so many things in life that come to try to 
offset you and offset myself and just offset God's people. We got to already vert back to the word of God and vert back to, amen, the, the things of God uh, uh, to, to keep our minds spiritual and keep us going in the right direction. Three wise saying, three things that we need to learn to remember every day, each and every day. Remember these things right here. Not all stones come to destroy your life. When I heard that, I said, well, that is so true. Not all stones come to destroy your life. Some come to make a path for you. And so when I thought about that, uh, the stones that have came in my life, the stones that came in your life, and we worried about it. We Sometimes we fret, we cried, we up late at night and worrying about these things. But God want me to tell you today, not all stones come to destroy your life. So I thank God for uh, uh, every mountain, every valley, every hill, Every river, uh, all the trouble that I ever gone through, I've learned to thank God for them because it was those things that made me, amen, in making me into what God want me to be. So, number one, not all stones come to destroy your life. Some come to make a path for you. And I thank God for the path that some of these stones has made. Now I can walk, amen. Amen. On stones going on my merry way. You know, the children of Israel, as they traveled through the land of uh, 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 the wind, the wilderness to the promised land. Uh, God is so good and he's so gracious. You know, when they got down there to the uh, Red Sea, God is so good. Pharaoh behind him, his arm is chasing him. But God is such a loving and a compassion God. They had to cross the river. They went through the wilderness. They endured all the, 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 the things that was in the wilderness, the flies, the, the lice, the, the, you know, the, 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 the bugs. You just think about the mosquitoes and all of the uh, pestilence that's out there, pestilence that's out there in the wilderness. They endured all that. Then here they got to the river. Got to go across to the other side. God is so good and so gracious that God told Moses, he said, Moses, what is that in your hand? Moses, it's a rod. The Lord said, stretch it out. And he parted the Red Sea. Y'all remember the story. The Lord parted the Red Sea and, and said, wall went up on this side and wall went up on that side. And, you know, and, and not only did God part the sea for them to go across to the other side, but God calls, he said, the Bible said, the east wind to blow. And he dried the foundation of the bottom of the river that the children of Israel might cross on the other side and not walk in the mud. Amen. They crossed the other side walking on dry ground. Isn't God good? So don't somebody tell me, won't God make a way? I tell you, he'll make a way and it ain't got to be no muddy way. It can be a good way. Amen. It can be a good way. God can make a highway in the desert. Amen. He can bring spring water. Amen. In dry places. So not only did God part the Red Sea, but he, he cleared the path out for them that they might go cross and go forward on dry ground. So as we travel through this life and whatever you might going through, might be going through in life, God know how to bring you through without you getting all muddy and dirty and just messed all up. Amen. You can come out looking good. Can you say amen somebody? You can come out smelling good. You remember the old boys that throw them in the fire furnace? You know it was hot in there. Amen. But when they took them out, the Bible said wasn't no smell of smoke on them. My God, God is good. And, and, I mean, it didn't smell smoke on them. The clothes didn't burn. God, we serve an awesome God. So remember that not all stones come to destroy your life. Some come uh, to make a path for you. Thank God for the path that the stones have made in my life. I remember that every day, all the trouble that you ever had out of folk. Out of people that said they were your friends, out of those that, that, that caused you heartaches and, and come made you cry, if just thank God, those stones, they, they, they didn't come to destroy you. They came to make a path for you to go forward. Uh, point number two, things to remember every day. Remember this every day. Never, never be a prisoner of your past. Never be a prisoner of your past. Uh, it's just a lesson, not a life sentence. 
You remember that. I remember that every day. Never let your path hold you prisoner. Sometimes we, 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 we look back at our past, our old life, and sometimes the devil want to dangle it before you, hang it over your face. Look at what you've done. I remember you used to drink two, three quarts a day. You remember you used to drink just paints after paints after paint or liquor a day. Amen. You're here to bring all this stuff before you. But never, never be a prisoner of your past. Don't let anyone, anything, anybody allow them to hold you a prisoner of your past. It's just a lesson. I say it was just a lesson. Whatever I did way back then, it's a lesson learned. Somebody say it was a le- I learned something. I learned something. It's a lesson learned. It's not a sentence for life. It's just a lesson I learned. Don't do that no more. So I learned. So never, let, never, never let uh, your path hold you prisoner. It's just a lesson learned and, and not a life sentence. Okay, point number three. Things to learn that we need to remember every day, every day, every day. I remember this. I bring it up and think about it. Forgive people. Learn to forgive people. Amen, somebody. Learn to forgive people. It's very, very important. When you learn to forgive people, when you forgive people, amen, praise God, you become free. So we need to start walking around, amen, and bondage. We free yourself, man. Free yourself, my sister. Free yourself, my brother. Let them folk go. People have grown me down, down through the years. And Lord, I tell you, but they had me bound, had me a prisoner, prison, a prisoner. But I've learned to free myself. Forgive them. And when you forgive them, you become free. Amen. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Anybody want to be free today? Let them go. 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 Let them worry about it. God got this. Amen. Learn to forgive. For when you forgive, you become free. And when you let it go, somebody said, let it go. When you let it go, you begin to grow. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. When you let it go, man, you're growing now. You're really growing. You don't want to be stunt. You don't want to stay in the same position. We got to grow. I'm growing now because I let it go. So God said, amen, forgive. And when you forgive, you become free. And when you let it go, you start to grow. And I want to grow. You know, some things happened to me in life. I remember years ago, even with our church right here, amen, uh, one day I was, I was feeling some kind of way. I was feeling some kind of way. And uh, my grandbaby, y'all know who she is. Amen. My spoiled brat. Uh, she said to me one day, she said, Granddaddy, when them folks left here, it hurt you, didn't it? See, y'all, none of y'all never said anything like that to me. See, she, she, she knew what Granddaddy, I was feeling some kind of way. I must have been looking kind of funny. She said, Granddaddy, when them folks left this church, you feel, you, that hurt you, didn't it? I said, yeah, baby, that show did hurt me. That hurt me. I guess she could see the hurt in my face. But you know what? I learned to forgive all them that did what they did. And, uh, and, and God has set me free for a while. I was bound and for a while. I was messed up now because I was angry at some folks that did what they did and said what they said. They couldn't just, just couldn't leave themselves, but they had, to, they had to pull some and take some with them. And so, uh, yeah, I was, I was upset. I was angry. But you know what? I learned to forgive. And when I forgave them, I set myself free. And when I let it go, then I saw God was increasing me. I began to grow and get stronger. Amen. You know, we got to get stronger. You know, no matter how how tough you might say you are, sometimes we all we all got a, 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 a point that uh, you, we, we can get to in life that we all can be hurt by sayings. We all can be hurt by something. We You know, we take this tough man approach and we feel like you know, we Superman and untouchable, but all of us can be hurt by words. Amen. We all can be hurt by words. Amen, somebody? You know, I call myself Superman and around the house, I got the, I got the suit to, uh, to prove it. I got the Superman suit hanging up in the closet. Every now and then, I put it on and play with the kids around the house with my Superman suit on and got the long cape, I mean, hanging down and, and I'm Superman. But you know, Superman can get hurt too. Amen. 
And you know, I, I know a little something about Superman by following it by the, the superheroes and everything. You know, Superman somehow said, Well, can, can can Superman be killed? Superman can be killed. There are three ways you can kill Superman, and I won't get into the other two, but the one, you know, Superman, he came from the planet called what? Krypton. Yeah, he came from Krypton. Oh, I've been following him now, so I know a little bit about him. I got a uniform. So Superman came from Krypton, and what will kill Superman is, 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 is a mineral called a kryptonite. If you, will, if you will give him some kryptonite, it will, what kryptonite would do to Superman, it will weaken him and cause harm to him and, and even cause him death. It's a, it's a mineral. And so the, the people that knew that were trying to kill Superman, if they could get some kryptonite, or we can weaken Superman, we can harm him, we can destroy him. Amen, somebody? So no matter what I'm saying is, no matter how strong you may, uh, may appear, somebody can say something that can get to you. Somebody can do something that can, that can really hurt you and bother you. I'm, I'm not one that can be easily bothered, you know, but, but there are some things hey, that, that even bother me. But the Lord said this morning, he said, forgive people. When you forgive, you become free. And when you let it go, you start to grow. So I thank God that Superman is beginning to grow. Amen. I thank God. I remember that each and every day. Forgive people. I forgive them. You know, when Jesus was on the cross, what did he do? He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. Amen. And we got to learn to forgive them. Even if they know what they're doing, forgive them. If they don't know, under, fully understand, let, let, forgive them. Amen. But people, we, we got to learn that. So I remember these three things each and every day. All right, let's go a little bit further to the word of the Lord. And all that, we got to learn and let, let it go. Don't worry about it. But no, God got you. God got me. God got us all. The, 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 the word let us know that he got what? The whole world is in God's hand. All these stones come in your life. They didn't come to destroy you. Some of these stones going to make a path for you. I thank God he's making a path right now. Y'all follow what I'm saying? He's making a path right now. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So don't fret. Don't worry. God is making a path for you. When I look at how things work and how things line up, God just making a path for you and I. Amen. Look at the word of the Lord. Let's go to the word of the Lord in the book of Isaiah. Amen. I always remember that. And, and, and every now and then, you got to tell yourself. You got to remind yourself of what God said. Amen. So the Lord told me, amen, he spoke to my spirit. And he said, you got you to tell yourself some things in life. And God said, you got to remind yourself and tell yourself. Look at the word of the Lord in Isaiah 54 and 17, what the Lord said. He said, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Somebody say amen right there. No matter what the weapon is, it might be your tongue, it might be this, it might be that. Amen. You dig ditches and everything, but God said, no weapon formed against thee shall proper prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Amen. It's not going to destroy you. Can you say amen somebody? It's not over till God says it over. And, and far as I'm concerned, God has not said it's over yet. God said, this is a test. This is just only a test. Amen. That's all it is. It's just a test. Test of your faith. Test of what you've been believing in. Test what you've been testifying to. Amen. It's just only a test that formed against you shall not prosper. Amen. But thou shalt condemn every one of those tongues. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. No weapon. You got to remind yourself what you're going through. No weapon. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It's not going to work. Somebody say it won't work. It won't work because God not going to allow it to work. Amen. It won't work. Tell yourself no weapon going to form. There's no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. Let's go just a little bit further. Look in the word of the Lord and do the Roman the 28th chapter. You got to tell yourself some things in life. And these are some of the things that God instructed me to tell myself. Speak to yourself. You remember, Brother Peter said, speak to yourselves in psalms and hymns and songs and spiritual songs, singing and making a melody in your heart. So sometimes when you're going through some things, you just got to go back to the Word and speak to yourself. And in Deuteronomy 28 chapter, listen to what the Lord said. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, 
to, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. This is nothing but a blessing and a promise that God has given to the people of God. Amen. God is reminding us we need to say to ourselves, the Lord said we be willing and obedient, we shall eat the good of the land. Um, it no matter how bad things look, don't look at the thing. Look at God. Can somebody say amen, somebody? Always look at the Lord. Somebody say, well, it don't look good. Don't worry about it. Amen. God do his best when things look bad. Can you say amen? So he said, the Lord said, I'm going to set you above all the nations of the earth. Look at verse number two. We're going to go on down through here. And all these blessings shall come up on you. And overtake you if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. God said good things going to happen to them that love him. Good thing. All these blessings shall, well, wait, shall overtake you. Lord, I thank you for the blessing overtaking me. I thank, somebody said, Lord, I thank you for the overflow of my life right now. I thank God how things are lining up, how things are working out for you, how things are working out for me. Why? Because God said it. We're not going to fret. We're not going to worry about what the enemy is saying. But the Lord said, all these blessings, hallelujah, going to come up on you. And they're going to overtake you. Anybody want to be overtaken on a blessing? Anybody want to be overtaken on a financial blessing? When, when you're overtaken, I mean, it just come over you. It just overwhelm you. It just blow your mind. God got a way of just blowing our mind. Blow my mind, Lord. Hallelujah. Blow my mind with blessing. Blow my mind with prosperity. Blow, blow my mind with healing. Blow my mind by making open door, amen, that I can't see. He's all these blessings going to come upon you. And God said they're going to overtake you. I mean, they're going to take control. They, 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 they're going to bless you. You're going to be blessed. So let me show you how you're going to be blessed. If thou hearken to the word of the Lord, voice of the Lord. Verse 3 said, blessed shall be, blessed shall thou be in the city. And blessed shall thou be in the field. Y'all see it? Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. And the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy cane, and the flock of thy sheep. Oh, my God. Verse number five says, blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Somebody want the basket to be blessed. Lord, bless my basket. Amen. That means bringing grocery in the house. Amen. Food is high. Amen. And look like it's high. Not only just high, look like it's limited. You go there, if they ain't got on the ship what used to be on the ship. But God said, well, we just love him. Give our life to the Lord. God said, blessed shall be thy basket. Anybody want their basket to be blessed? Amen. I, 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 I was young and now I'm old, but I've never seen a righteous forsaken, nor see begging bread. God, I thank for blessing our basket today. God going to take care of you. Don't matter how rough things get, God going to take care of you. I'm not looking to the man to take care of me. I'm looking to God Almighty. I hear the scripture, I will what? Look to the hills which come as my help because all my help come from God. Amen. I realize it. I believe that. That's my faith today. Amen. That is my pledge today. All my help come from the Lord. Who created heaven and earth. God said, all these blessings going to overtake you. They're going to come on your life, come into your life. He said, going to bless your body. Lord, we need our bodies blessed right about now. Thank God how he blessed Brother Parker's body. Thank God how he's about to bless somebody else's body right now. It may be racking with pain, amen, from the top to the bottom, from the side and all everywhere, in the joints. But God said, bless shall be thy body. God is getting ready to bless somebody's body right now. Look at what he said. Bless shall be the fruits of thy body and the first fruit of thy ground. Everything you put your hands to do. And he said, bless shall be the fruit of thy cattle. God know how to bless the things you have. Be fruitful and multiply. Not only will he bless you, he bless the thing that you have. Be fruitful and multiply. So you got some cow? God said, bless going to be the fruit of thy cattle. Amen. The cattle are going to have more cows. Amen. You will have more cows than you can handle. Got to sell some. 
Amen, somebody. Amen. You got this and got that. Got one car. God bless you with two cars. And whatever you have, God know how to multiply it when we are faithful to him. And when we live and, and yield our lie to him, God know how to multiply the fruit of our hands, the fruit of our ground, the fruit of our cow. Increase with our cane. That's what you're growing. And the flock of thy sheep. God know how to do it. Verse 5 said, Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Verse 6 said, Blessed shall thou be when thou coming in, and blessed shall thou be when thou go out. Lord, what a blessing. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? Can you say amen somebody? Who wouldn't serve a God like that? I wouldn't take nothing for my journey right now. No way in the world when I look at where God brought me from, I wouldn't trade places with nobody in the world right now for what the blessing that God has promised and spoken to our lives. What he said and how he's spoken to my life, I wouldn't trade places for no devil. Amen, somebody. He said, blessed shall I be when you come in. Blessed shall I be when I go out. Come in, I got a blessing. Go out, I got a blessing. Ain't God good? Look at verse number seven. The Lord shall cause thy enemy that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy faith. And they shall come out against thee uh, one way and shall flee seven ways. Isn't God good? God know how to make all them folks that rise up against you. So they come in one way, but God's they gonna smit them right. He's gonna smit them right before your faith. You're gonna see the downfall of your enemy. You just keep loving God. Just keep on serving God. Amen. Forgive people that need to be forgiven. Amen. So you can be free. And when you let when you let it go, you're gonna start to grow. And God said, I take your enemy. They're gonna come in one way and they're gonna flee seven ways. My God, my God. Isn't God good? I thank God today for Jesus. Amen. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm just trusting the Lord God Almighty. He said, they're going to come at you one way, but they're going to flee seven ways, this way and that way. Look at, look at them go. Can you see them running in your life right now? I can see the devil cutting out right now. I can see him, man, I got to leave Thomas alone. I hear, I'm going this way, man. They're just cutting out seven different ways. They came one way straight in a row, but God got the devil fleeing. And this is what he would do for you for giving your life to him. God know how to get these folk up out of your life. You're going to be all right. You're going to prosper. God going to take care of you. And you don't have anything to worry about. Just trust the Lord God Almighty. They're going to flee seven ways. Verse number eight. The Lord shall command the blessing upon you in thy storehouse and in all that thou set thy hands to do. And he shall bless you in the land which the Lord thy God give you. That's all we want. Y'all, I don't know what y'all want life, but all I ever wanted, the Lord just take care of me. Amen. I don't want to be rich. I don't want to be a millionaire. I don't want a whole lot of money. I just want the Lord just take care of me. Can somebody say amen right there? I just want the Lord to take care of me. I ain't worried about the big house on the hill. I'm not worried about driving the nicest car in the, in the neighborhood. I just want God to take care of me and mine. And he's doing that right now. Yes, amen, somebody. God is doing that. He's going to do that because he said it in his word. He said, he said it right here in the word. He, I can't say it no better than the word. He said, the Lord shall command the blessing upon you in thy storehouse and in all that thou set thy hands to do. Whatever you're doing in business, whatever you're doing, God said, I'm going to bless it. You go out there, you're going to grow some potatoes. God will make the potatoes grow. Amen. Go plant whatever you want to plant. God will make it grow. Whatever your hand touch, God will bless it. Don't you want your hands touched? I see some people's things they just touch it just don't work. <laughs> they just give up. I tried. I tried to do this. It didn't work. You get cursed by God. But God said he'll bless your hands. If you want to grow flowers, he just bless you just grow some beautiful flowers. Some people know how to grow flowers. And I mean they just grow. And what, what they got this thing they call it. What is this? A green thumb. Amen. God just bless them. They know how to do things. And then some people, uh, they, they, they just don't know how to do it. So God going to bless his people. Y'all see what I'm saying? So I want you, don't worry about nothing in life. I want you to learn to trust God Almighty because God got you like that. And I'm so glad today he know my name. He know your name. God said, I'm going to bless the thing that your hand touched. Look at verse number nine. I'm going right down through there. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself. As he has sworn unto thee, 
if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his way. Now, here's, here's the condition. Now, blessings are conditional. God just ain't pouring out blessing upon folk, just be pouring blessing out upon people. There is a condition. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He's a conditional God. So God said the, the blessing will, will come upon you, but there's a condition. You must yield your life to him. And I, I, I'm willing. Anybody willing today? God said if you be willing and obedient, you'll you inherit and, and enjoy the good of the land. I'm willing. Lord, I'm willing. I'm willing. I'm more than willing. I give my life to you. I yield my life to you. But he said, he said right here in his word. There it is. In his word. He said, the Lord said. The Lord said. Verse number nine, the Lord shall establish you a holy people unto himself. And as he has sworn, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his statue, amen. Verse 10 said, and all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. God got a way of putting the, the fear of, of, of you up on people. Amen. God got away. Don't you mess with that man over there. That's a holy man. Them church folks, they love the Lord. Them sanctified folks, them holy people. Amen. Don't mess with them. Something might happen to you. Amen. I never will forget when I first got saved, I saw some saints walking down the road. And boy, I was talking all crazy. I said, man, don't you mess with them people. I always had the fear of God in my heart toward God's people. Don't you mess with them folk. Man, wait, man, you living and cutting up out here. Anything like that happen. Leave them people alone. <laughs> they look going about our business. But God know how to take care of his own. Can you say amen, somebody? Amen. He said, he said, now, if you do these things, verse number 10, he said, verse number 10, and all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by my name. We are, we are Jesus for it. I don't care what the folks say. I, I want the world to know I, I, I'm Jesus people. Can y'all say amen? Oh, yeah, I'm a Jesus man. And I hope you are Jesus woman, Jesus born, and Jesus girl. I want to be called by his name. Or we belong to God. Everybody going to know that you are called by the Lord's name. And, and they shall be afraid of you. You should be afraid because we belong to God. Remember Jesus, what he told those people when he had brought the little boy? He said, and he was talking to the children. He said, it would be better for you to take a millstone and tie it around your neck and throw it into the depths of the sea to offend one of the least ones that believe in me. When folk mess with you and you on God's side, they don't know the trouble they're getting themselves in. They don't know what they're doing. You don't have to fight your battle. God will fight it for you. Can you say amen, somebody? Sometimes we want to get revenge. We want to get evil. Don't get evil with nobody. Take it. Jesus went from judgment hall to judgment hall. They were trying him. He knew he was innocent. Jesus, no, he did nothing but the will of the Father. They lied on him, spit on him, amen, slapped him, amen, did all these things to him and falsely accused him. Jesus knowing him, Pilate said, he said, well, speak up for yourself if you said you're a king. Are you the king of Israel? Jesus said, you said, I ain't got to say it. He knew who he was. When you know who you are in Christ, you don't have to speak for yourself. Amen, your works will speak for yourself, for, for itself. Your works will testify of you. Can you say amen, somebody? So you don't have to fend for yourself. God got a way of fending for you. Amen. Let God fight your battle. Can you say amen, somebody? God said he'll do that. Notice what he said here. And they shall be afraid of you. Verse 11 says, and the Lord shall make thee plenteous and good. Oh, my God. Somebody said, praise the Lord. The Lord shall make thee plenteous and good. And in the fruit of thy body. And in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, and in the land which the Lord swear unto the Father to give you, God going to give you plenty. God people supposed to be some of the most blessed folks in the world. Why? Because we belong to God. The earth is the Lord, and what? The fullness there are. Everything belongs to God, and if I need it, God got it. Can you say amen, somebody? If you need it, my brother, God got it. If you need it, my sister, God got it. The earth is the Lord's. It all belongs to God. He said the cattle on a thousand hills, they're mine. Can you say amen? I don't want all cattle, Lord. I just need one. Can you say amen? I just need one, maybe two. I ain't going to be greedy. I ain't going to try to take it all from y'all. I just need maybe one, maybe two. It all belongs to God. If God got it, you can get it. 
Amen, somebody. You got to have that kind of confidence in yourself about the God that, that we are serving. Amen. I don't know how you are, but I feel very confident about my Heavenly Father. Amen. I try to encourage people to feel confidence about your father. Feel confidence about your God. Children should feel very confident about their parents. Yeah. Amen, somebody. Amen. Ain't no way in the world. Uh, I, I know my daddy got some money. And I need some. I know I can get it. I got a phone call last night. Granddaughter called. She needs something. And uh, she's very confident. That she could get it. I just sit there and listen to her plan. I said, okay, now what's the plan? Now what is this you need? And she wrote it all down. She said, this is what I need and this is how much it costs. And she was very confident that she was going to get it before we hang up. <laughs> Y'all follow what I'm saying? I'm trying to show you something. She was very confident she was going to get it before we hang up. And guess what? She got it. Because she was confident that she, she's made the call, she's confident she won't get it. So what I'm saying is you all have to be very confident about your heavenly father, about the thing that you need in this life. Amen. God said he, he knows that you have need of these things. God know what we need in life. God know we, we, we need healing. God know we need deliverance. God know my financial condition. God know my physical condition. He know all about it right now, but you got to make it known to him. Call his attention to it. He wants you to. But now you can be timid and not ask him in faith and believing, but you're only going to shortchange yourself because it's yours just because you are his child. See, when you are a child, when you're in the family, you 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 just entitled to uh, uh, so much just by being in the family. Can you say amen, somebody? Praise the Lord. Now, listen, let's go down a little bit further. I, I, I want you to be encouraging. Don't worry about things in life. God going to take care of you. Now, I was at verse 11. God said he's going to bless you with plenty and good and the fruit of the body, fruit of the cattle, fruit of the land. Amen. In, in the land which the Lord swear unto you. Verse number 12 said, the Lord shall open unto, unto you his good treasures, the heavens, to give the rain unto thy land in his season. And to bless all the work of thy hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. God said, the Lord shall open unto you the good treasures of heaven. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. God, open the treasures of heaven. Won't he open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing? He's here to blow you, pour you out a blessing that you don't have room to receive. I read where he said, uh, uh, God said, it'll be running over. Shaken together, shall men pour into your bosom, press down beyond measure. Lord, I'm just waiting, I'm just waiting, I'm waiting to God fulfill these blessings in my life. They start coming in your life, running over, shaking down, pressed together. Amen. God said, come, come, come into your life. God want to take care of us. He will take care of us. The Lord shall open, uh, open unto you his good treasures. Somebody said the good treasures. I ain't talking, this ain't just no any kind of thing right here. God said he's going to open the good treasure. Open the good treasures, Lord. I want you to bless me real good, Lord. And I thank you. And as you bless me, I'm going to bless somebody else. Can you say amen, somebody? Bless me real good. We were saying a song, may the Lord God bless you real good. Amen. God know how to drop it on you. Praise God. We serve an awesome God here today. The Lord shall open unto you his good treasures of heaven. I'm going to open the rain unto you that the land will receive the rain and do seed. And he's going to bless all the works of thy hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations. You know, it, it, it is good to be able to loan some money and not borrow some money. Amen. Amen. The Bible said that the, the, the borrower, the borrower is subject to the lender. 
So I, I, I really don't like being subject to the lender. I'm praying God blessings to get us all to the point that we won't be so much subject to the lender that we can be, we, uh, we, we, the borrower is subject to the lender, but we can be the lender and not the borrower. Can you say amen, somebody? Can you let me hold a little something? Can you let me hold a little something, something over me? Amen. I, I want to be the borrower and not the, uh, amen. I want to be the lender and not the borrower. Can you say amen, somebody? Because the borrower is subject to the lender. I don't want to be subject to nobody. I want to have my own money. And I can't say amen right there. Lord bless us that we have our own money. That's, that's a blessing. That's a blessing right there. I hope you all can grasp that. But it's a blessing to be able to have your own money. Amen. So the borrower is subject to the lender. God going to bless us to get out of debt. We're going to have our money in our pocket. It's good to have some money in your pocket and have money in your pocket, but it got to go to the lender. See, too many of us have had money in our pocket, but it's going right out of our pocket into their pocket. See, we got we to pray, God, Lord, stop that. That money got to stay with us. That money got to stay with you, Brother James. It's still going to the man. God going to bless you one day. All that money going to stay with you. Just flowing in your hand, out of your hand. Flow in your hand and stay in your hands until you get ready to let it go. Amen, somebody? Amen. We praying God bless us, get us to that point. We ain't going to worry about why, because God is a good God, and God going to take care of us. Look at verse 13. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Oh, my gosh. Can somebody say, praise the Lord right there. The Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. Anybody want to be the head? Somebody says, well, I don't mind being the tail. Well, you're going to be the tail. <laughs> Go on be the tail if that's what you want. But God said, I will make you the head and not the tail. I will put you above and not beneath. Can you say amen, somebody? God trying to lift us up where we belong, but we don't want to be there. We've been down so long, seem like it just seemed right. This is where I'm supposed to be. You got to come on up out of there. If you're going to hang with me, I'm going to lift you up. Amen. We all going up. Amen. Hold your head up. God is up. Look up because God is up. Amen. We're not going to walk around with our head down. God said, I will make you the head and not the tail. Amen. And, and thou shalt be only a, a head only. Look at what he said. I will make you the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only. And thou shalt not be beneath. And if thou hearken unto the Lord, the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Anybody want to be on top? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't be mad at me today. I didn't say it. It's in the word. Anybody want to be on top? I want to be on top. Can you say amen, somebody? I'm, I'm asking God to take all of us. Lord, lift me up where I belong. Amen, somebody. Lift me up, Lord. Yeah. Where we all belong. I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. You're going to be above only and not beneath. Let's go a little bit further. He said, I'm going to bless you. You're going to not on that. He said, you're going to be the, you're going to be the lender and not the barrier. Amen. You got to, you got to tell yourself this. You got to speak to yourself. Come on, go with me just a little bit further in the book of, uh, the book of Psalms. Psalms, the 18th chapter. Check a look at this. Don't worry about it. God going to bless you. We got to be confident about the God that we are serving. I'm very confident about him that God going to do it. Somebody said, God going to do it. God going to do it. I believe it. I believe it all my heart. God going to do it. Psalms 18, it said, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. For the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I trust, my buckler, the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. David said what God is to him. God is everything. God is all we ever need and more. Can you say amen, somebody? If I be for you, I'm more than the world against you. You got to believe that with all your heart that if God be on your side, He's greater than all your enemies that ever came before you. This is what he said. The Lord is my rock. I want to tell you what each one of these things is, what it means here. God, David, David explained and he laid it out that there are six things. There are six things God is described. God is described in six different symbols here in verse number two. 
God is describing six symbols right here in verse number two. And I'm going to tell you what each one of them mean. Now, he said, look, look at verse number two. The Lord is my rock. That means immovable strength. A rock is something that's solid. Something that's hard to be moved. The Lord is my rock. Immovable strength. Then said, the Lord is my fortress. A fortress is a place, amen, that, 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 that lifted up. Uh, a, a place where an uh, enemy uh, uh, can't get to you. They don't have access to get to you. A place that's not easy to be uh, uh, penetrated. That's what a fortress is. The Lord is my fortress. A place where my enemy can't penetrate and get to me. Then there's number two, three, he said, the Lord is my deliverer. What is a deliverer? Amen. A living protector. He's my deliverer. Oh, yeah. A living protector. Number four. The Lord God is my buckler. A buckler is a type of a shield. That means, just think about it. He, the Lord is, is the, the one script says, the Lord is my shield. A buckler is a type of shield. If you can just imagine that, the Lord is my shield. Or what does a shield do? Here you are, you standing here, and you have the shield in your hand, and the enemy on the other side. So what did David say? The Lord is my shield. In other words, God is standing in between you and the enemies in your life. Can somebody say, hey, man, thank you right there. God is standing in between you and your enemy. He's a shield. Lord, I thank you for being my shield today. Stand between me and my enemy. Devil can't get to you. Enemy can't get to you because the Lord is the buckler. Standing in between you and your enemy. Listen to what he said. He's my buckler. And, and point number five, all this coming out of verse number two. The Lord is the horn of my salvation. The horn of salvation, that means God is my strength. God is my strength. He's my strength, the horn of my salvation. He's my strength. He's where, well, he's what caused me to get the victory, the horn of my salvation, the strength and victorious in battle. Number six, God is my high tower. What do you mean when you say high tower? God is my high tower. He lifts us up above the danger of life. Thank you, Lord, for lifting us up above all the danger of life. He's my high tower. As long as I'm in the high tower, amen, I'm above the danger that's down below me. God got you. Can you say amen, somebody? God got you. Amen. Well, who wouldn't serve a God like this? I love the Lord today. Anybody love him today? God is so good. God is so good. We're moving right along here. Amen. I'm not going to worry about these things in life. I don't care about what the economy is going to do. Amen. God is my high tower. God is my rock. God is my buckler. God is my deliverer. He's my, he's my fortress. Amen. He, he's everything that we ever need in life. Now, go with me to, we're still in Psalm, Psalms, Psalms 20. We ain't going to worry about it. I'm going to let you go here. Psalms 20. I'm going to show you something, the comparison between Psalm 20 and Psalms 21. Now, Psalms 20, so we, we, we got to remember these things, what God is to us, brothers and sisters. Now, in Psalms 20, I want to I inform you, Psalms 20 is a prayer. This is a prayer that David was praying. And we, 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 say, we, we say Psalms 20, uh, this, used, this is our offering scripture. This is a scripture that uh, Brother James, Brother Jones, he gone did gone to heaven. Man, I told you, couldn't read, but God taught him how to read. Brother Jones used to read this scripture. This was our offering scripture. And many other churches use this same scripture as a offering scripture. But Brother Jones got so good that he knew it by memory. Psalms 20, here it is. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The Lord of uh, uh, the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offering and accept thy burnt offering, Salah. Grant thee according to thy own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice in thy salvation and in the name of our God we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petition. 
Verse 6, now know I that the Lord saved his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Verse 7, some trust in chariot, some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Verse 8, they are brought down and fallen, but we are risen. Stand up. Right. Verse 9, save, Lord. Let the king hear us when we call. That's, verse, that's chapter 20. Now, I want to tell you something about chapter 20. I'm not going to read chapter 21, but chapter 20 is a prayer of David, and chapter 21 also is a, is, is a prayer, but the difference between chapter 20 and chapter 21, chapter 20 is a prayer before David and his men went into battle. Y'all follow me? Chapter 20 is a prayer that he prayed before they went into battle. That's why it says, save, Lord, let the king hear us when we call. Some trust in chariot, some trust in horses, but we're going to remember the name of the Lord our God. Yeah. They are fallen. We are risen, but they are fallen, and we're going to trust in God. And this was David's prayer before they went into the battlefield. Yeah. They prayed to God this. We're going to trust the Lord. Chapter 21 is also a prayer, but that's the prayer they prayed when they came out the battle. Y'all following? You read it in your study time. Chapter 20 is a prayer they prayed before they went to battle. Chapter 21 is a prayer they prayed when they came out the battle. So chapter 20, they went into the battle looking to God. And chapter 21, they came out of the battle praising God and giving God the glory because God did just what he said. He is saying, man, somebody. And we need to learn. We need to pray a prayer going into whatever we're going into. And when God bring us out, we need to come out with a different prayer, a prayer of praise, a prayer of thanksgiving, a prayer of gratitude. That's what David did. That's what he did. They had a prayer going in, and they had a prayer coming out. How many of y'all got a prayer going in, a prayer coming out? I think y'all have a praise going in sometimes, and you don't have a praise coming out. Can you say, man, somebody, no matter what you're facing in life today, my brother, have a praise in your heart. Have a praise on your mind. And when God bring you out, have a praise in your mind and a praise on your heart. Just what the saints of old did. This is what they did. They knew they went in. We're going into battle, y'all. And they prayed. And they praised the Lord. And when they went in there and God blessed them, they came out. They praised the Lord for doing what he said he was going to do. Amen. Too many of us, we see God. God do things. When we come out, we forget to tell the Lord, thank you. We don't ever forget to tell the Lord, thank you. Lord, I thank you for bringing me out of that situation. It was hot. It was a heated battle. But I thank you for doing what you said. I thank you, God, for bringing me out. So 20 is a prayer going into battle. And 21 is a prayer coming out. 21 says, the king shall joy, shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, and thy salvation. How great shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart desire. Coming out of battle. Pray going in, we're gonna trust in we're not trusting the horses, we're not trusting the chariot, we're gonna trust in your name. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen. Stand upright, Lord save. Let the king hear us when we call. And David said, right here when he came out of battle, the Lord has given me my heart desire. <laughs> Can you say amen? Somebody ain't God good. Ain't God God. We serve a good God. We serve an awesome God. And he's worthy to be praised. I ain't going to worry about it. I encourage you today, my brother. Don't worry about anything. Just have faith in God. Give the Lord a hand praise. You just have faith in God. God going to do it. Come and say it with me. God going to do it. God going to do it. I believe it. I believe it. God going to do it. God bless you. I hope I said something encourage your heart on today. I'm not going to worry about it. God gonna do it. God bless you. It's my prayer. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.